Hey podcasters, welcome to Shaping Identity, a podcast for lived experiences with mental illness, addictions, and the road to recovery. Are you ready for some vulnerability? Here it is. Today, if I'm being completely honest, which that's what this podcast is about, I am just not feeling it. Today is my recording day. Today I am supposed to put my voice to the words that I've written. I'm just not feeling it. I had a really emotionally strong day and it like it honestly wasn't even bad. I mean, considering the bad days I have had, I know it's not all that bad in comparison. I guess for me, sometimes the hard days make me feel like I'm back on at square one when I don't cope well with news or if I don't cope well with an argument, I get really frustrated and I almost feel defeated and I almost feel like I'm my old self again where I, yeah, like I don't feel like I have these strategies and I don't feel like I have my shit together and it can be really disheartening. I really pride myself in how far I've come along. And so on days like today, when I I don't feel like I'm handling things well. I really don't give myself enough grace. And I'm sure there's others that kind of do the same. And so anyway, all that to be said, I I will be speaking to you today about my issues in my lifetime with my mother. I have in other pod or other episodes explained that my relationship with my mom has definitely been up and down. And, you know, I think a lot lately has just been making me want to repair that relationship or be a little more understanding. And to put that into context, people of my friends have experienced the loss of their parents recently. And I, and under circumstances. So, I mean, one of them wasn't under circumstances that I would necessarily be able to relate to, but the other one lost a parent to their addiction. And so sometimes I get to a point where, you know, I I really reflect on how am I going to feel if I haven't mended things or I haven't, I don't know, I haven't worked on being there for my mom and it's hard too because i know i was raised very much in a household of like she's your mother and you know blood is thicker and all those cliches and sayings of you know your family you you just got to grin and bear it you got to take what they give you and love them anyway and so i've i was raised in that and then now there's this new thought process of you don't have to just love unconditionally in that regard when people don't give you, not even give, like people don't, I don't know how to express it, but yeah, like I, I guess boundaries would be a good way to kind of say it is it, it's reasonable to be setting those boundaries for yourself. And I understand that, but it, it's hard <laughs> and it's easier said than done. And so, you know, there's lots that my mom has done as I've grown up, that I could set boundaries and say, I don't want you in my life and just kind of put up that wall. And then there's a part of me that 
really relates to her. She has definitely battled her mental illness and addictions in a different way than I have. But, you know, she was the first person that ever explained to me or showed me mental health days where you just need to relax and take care of yourself and do those self-care days. I mean, self-care was a little bit different when I was younger. We would just stay home and watch movies in bed all day. But aside from that, she's the one who introduced me to sometimes you need to rest and let your mind heal. And so it's really hard for me sometimes when I remember those pieces, but then I also remember times where when I turned 13 and she threw a rock through my tent or screamed at me because our cat got out and she told me I did it on purpose and that I always hated that cat. And she said some really hurtful things. I think a big thing that always comes up for me when I reflect back on times with my mom is that she really gaslighted me in in the sense that I was like, I, I didn't do that on purpose. And she'd really get in my head of, yes, you did. You did this and it is your fault. And I think too, like if anybody saw the teaser or whatever I put on Instagram for this episode, there were times that because my parents were separated, I would wake up in the morning and it was, uh, I'd be staying at my dad's house and you know, the age I was, internet was just booming and there was MSN and things like that, that you wanted to go online and check things out. And so I'd always kind of start with going online and checking if I had any emails, I had any messages, anything like that. And sure enough, a lot of mornings I woke up, I would have a really, really angry and hateful email from my mom. And the things she would say, it just really, she always had this way of hitting a point of insecurity or hitting a point of something that you, so for me, she always really hit on the fact that she knew I couldn't trust myself uh, because she had, you know, told me I couldn't. And so she always said, you know, you've always hated me and I don't know why you can't love me. I'm your mother. And and even when I would tell her, I love you, she would, she'd she say, no, you don't. You, you're you just saying that. And so anyway, I'm, I'm kind of jumping all over the place. But there's just, there's a lot of really hard memories I have about my mom. And so when I think about how I want to have a better relationship with her and I want to be more understanding about where she's at, it's really hard for me because I... I also carry a lot of that childhood trauma and it just, yeah. Anyway, so I guess what I'm trying to say is right now I'm trying to mend things with my mom and it's hard and anyone who has a relationship with parent that struggles with mental illness or addictions can maybe relate. It's a very back and forth. It's very, you know, one day might be really good and one day is really hard and you never really know what to expect. And I think that's something as, as ironic as it is, like something that I came to expect was that I never know what kind of attitude or behavior I'm going to see from my mom. And so some days are really, really good days. Like we really connect and I really feel like 
well, this this was a good conversation. Maybe this is in the right direction. And then there's other days that, you know, I don't, I don't feel that way. And so I guess recently she, uh, she says she's going to counseling and I don't know, I, I want to believe it. There's been many times in her life. She's said she's doing something and she doesn't. So it's, it's kind of hard to say whether or not that is true, but giving her the benefit of the doubt, I think that it's really great that she's starting to work on herself. I think now that I have a daughter, it's hard for me because I I want my daughter to know her grandma. And I also, I, I just really, really want that relationship with my mom. I really, I've always really wanted it. And my sister actually pointed out to me one time that I contradict myself all the time because I get so annoyed with my mom and I get so frustrated with her. And then there's other times where I'm just like, God, I wish she would just check in on me. <laughs> so like, even when I was pregnant, like I didn't hear from her at all. <laughs> I I mean, I reached out to her a couple times, sent her a couple bump pictures, like, and just tried to keep her in the loop and either didn't get a response or not really weird responses. And by weird, I mean, she was likely drunk or just not in the good frame of mind. But I, yeah, I tried to include her and then I just, I had to stop. It was just so hard that I had other people in my life. They were checking in on me so much and it made me really hurt that I didn't have that kind of relationship with my mom. I didn't have her to call me and see how I was or, you know, know the day-to-day of what was going on with my pregnancy because there were um, a couple things that happened and she didn't know any about any of it. And she still doesn't know about any of it because she doesn't ask. She doesn't reach out. She doesn't try and have that kind of connection until it benefits her. And I think that's another thing too that makes it really hard about repairing that relationship is that she she picks and chooses when it's convenient for her to be in my life. I know there were many times in like my early adult life that if my mom was reaching out, I I could bet that, or I mean, I would reach out to my other sister. Um, I know I have two, but the one my mom is closest with, I would reach out to her and I would say, Hey, are you and mom having a fight? And she'd be like, yeah, like she said this and we're not talking, blah, blah. blah. And so it was kind of like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That, that makes sense. Cause she's reaching out to me right now and wants to talk to me. And so I think you can tell that my mind is just not in it today. Cause I'm, I feel really all over the place with this episode. I think for me, and if anybody follows my Instagram, lately I've been talking a lot about grief because of my friend's losses, um, but as well because I I do feel like I grieved the loss of the mom I, I knew or the mom that I thought I knew growing up. And now it's just, it's so damaged and it's such a point of, I just can't trust anything she says. So I do I do grieve an old version of her and I do grieve this hope that I've always carried of her 
coming back into my life, being healthy, being the mom that I've always really desperately, desperately wanted. And I guess all this to say is that in these harder times, I'm really, really thankful that I have such a good group of friends and that I have a really great psychologist and I do have some coping mechanisms that help me. My dog is my biggest support when I'm upset. He has this way of just coming in and checking on me and giving me kisses and snuggles. And so there there are good things that, that keep me grounded. And I just hope that if anyone else is kind of having a rough week or rough couple weeks like I am, it uh, that you have something in place. And if you don't, I just encourage you to kind of explore your options. I know for me, I've really had to reflect and think about what what makes me happy. And, you know, something sometimes when I'm really depressed, nothing makes me happy. And so in those times, I've had to really lean on my friends and lean on my dog, my people I love, whatever of I'm blah. I can't do anything. I can't think. I can't feel. I I just I'm I'm just here. And it's so nice when you have people that will just sit with you in those moments and just be with you and just understand that you have nothing to give in that moment. And so yeah, I guess what I'm trying to say is I hope that you all can find people like that or something that gives you an ounce of ability to hold on and make it through that day or that week to uh to bigger and better things. I know that for me this is this is a blip on the radar and I know that one bad day doesn't mean a bad life. I uh yeah, I don't know. Sorry. I I know that it hasn't been a great episode and I know that I haven't uh given a lot. I just wanted to come on and share that times are tough and I will keep trying to show up and give you vulnerability and yeah we'll get through it so thank you for being here today I really appreciate it this is all I have to give so if you like shaping identity please follow on instagram at shaping underscore identity and as well please leave a review Um, leave a rating, share with your friends, get the word out there that Shaping Identity is here. It is available wherever you stream your podcasts. And thanks for being here today. Shaping Identity would not be possible without the help of Titan Media Collective. Please stay tuned as I will show you promo from one of their other podcasts. Take a listen. Hi, I'm Nate. And I'm Andrew. And we are the hosts of Two Beards Please podcast. I asked him if he'd ever done this before. He said that he had. So you're asking these questions while you're on the operating table? Just before we start, right. So you didn't think to ask these questions nah. like in a consultation visit? I really or didn't something care. I just wanted lines? to roll along the hot knife cauterization <laughs> as long as I could. I also had some adults come to my door, not with kids. Did you give them candy? I did. What's wrong with you? What's they deserve apples. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite comedy movie that I could think of in four hours when some idiot says, what's your favorite four comedy movies of all time? <laughs> okay. This beardy is based on a limited amount of time 
and I only had two beers. <laughs> laugh with us or laugh at us. Either way, you're laughing, and we're responsible. Find all of the links to our social media as well as major listening platforms on our website, twobeardsplease.com.